Hi, welcome to episode 624 of the Fantastic Forecast. I'm Dave Elliott, and I just realized that the last time my favorite hockey team was in the playoffs was in 2009. I started this podcast in 2010. They haven't been to the playoffs since. Coincidence? Or maybe not. In every episode of the Fantastic Forecast, I'll be talking about a different issue of the Fantastic Four, starting with issue one and going all the way to issue 645. Today is Fantastic Four, volume five, number seven, released on July 9th, 2014. Original Sin is the title, again, I guess, by writer James Robinson and artist Leonard Kirk. And so, as you can figure, this is another Original Sin tie-in. And the cover features Miss Marvel facing off against the Hulk. And I was thinking, why? And then I realized, that's not Miss Marvel. It's the Invisible Woman in her red FF outfit. And in the recap pages, it tells us a little more about the events of the miniseries Original Sin. It says that when the Watcher was killed, his eyes were stolen, and one of his eyes was, was used as a truth bomb. And when it detonated, it revealed sins and secrets long kept hidden. Oh, I have a truth bomb for you. Original sin sucks hard. We pick up again with Ben accusing Johnny of lying, and we return to that flashback drawn by Dean Haspiel, where... Ben's body is going crazy, having a uh, half rock, half human, there's spikes coming out of it, there's lumpy human flesh. He looks horrible, and I bet it don't feel too good. They really need him to turn off that damn machine, but the controls to the machine aren't working, so Reed orders Johnny to burn the power cables, which he immediately does. The machine cuts off, Ben goes sprawling onto the floor, the sprinklers go off to put out the fire, and... What? The Baxter Building has automatic sprinklers? Is that really such a good idea? That would be like the last person, that would be like the last building in the world that needs sprinklers. First of all, Johnny would be setting them off all the time. Plus, if there is a fire, Johnny has the power to absorb the flames and then put it out. As he once did to the city of New York back in issues 2... 81, 82, or so. Ben, meanwhile, slowly turns back into his normal rock monster self. Reed says he really thought it would work this time. He doesn't know why it didn't work. Of course, we know in hindsight why it didn't work, because subconsciously, Ben really didn't want to be human again because he was worried that Alicia might not like him. Wasn't that a thing, like, back in the 80s? That's pretty awful. Ben says he can't take this, especially after the one time he voluntarily turned back into being the thing to save the rest of the FF. And we even get a rare footnote that this was back in issue 40. I love footnotes. I don't know why they stopped using footnotes. Lazy editors, I guess. You would think with all the collected editions out there, there would be more footnotes. They could be like, please see issue 94, now available in the Epic Collection Volume 6 or in Omnibus Volume 3. The footnote could be a little advertisement for something else. So Ben punches a wall 
and stomps out of the room. Johnny is standing there silently, thinking, and he decides to admit to Reed that he thinks it was his own fault that the machine failed. By opening the door and sitting down in the seat, he totally threw off all of Reed's perfectly set calibrations, which sounds like total bullshit to me. All he did was sit, open the door and sit down. Reed says to Johnny, if he had only told him, he would have recalibrated it. Hey, if only Reed had put up a sign that says, leave this alone, don't sit here. Reed says that the heat that Johnny gives off must have thrown off the sensors and ruined the project. And he really lays into Johnny and calls him an arrogant idiot, selfish, thoughtless, he ruined Ben's life, etc. But in the end, Reed tells Johnny he better not tell Ben about this. Just let him believe it's another failed experiment. Now, in the years since then, Ben has been human for a couple of long periods of time and then decided to go back to being the thing of his own choice. Not to mention learning about that mental block that didn't allow him to turn back into a human form out of fear that Alicia preferred him as a rock monster. So with all that stuff that has gone on since, I don't know, 1970 or so, why the hell is Ben so mad? He's like, really, really, really mad. I feel like this storytelling was manufactured to go along with the premise of original sin, but it just doesn't feel right. Such a weird thing for Ben to be so upset about. Johnny sat down in his seat and he didn't tell anybody. Ooh, so horrible. How dare Johnny? So back in the present, Johnny's trying to apologize to Ben, uh, who calls him a selfish jerk and remembers things like the time Johnny threw pies in his face. Yeah, so selfish. If he was selfish, he would be eating those pies. I wonder if the fact that Johnny uh, being cured of his powers might somehow be ma making this worse for Ben. Even though he was cured a number of times since then and he chose to go back to being the thing of his own choice. He has no authority to be getting all mad at Johnny about this at this point. Anyway, he, he, he goes smashing down on the floor in front of Johnny and Johnny tumbles over. Ben hovers over him menacingly. Johnny asks what he can do to make it up to him. Ben's only reply is, don't ever speak to me again. And he turns and he leaves the room. Later, at the bar, Ben is drowning his sorrows and in the narration boxes, we see what Ben is thinking. Wow. Footnotes? You know, Thought balloons, even though they're really kind of narration boxes, they're kind of like thought balloons. Why are modern comic book writers so afraid of thought balloons? Yeah, they were overused back in the Silver Age, big time, but they shouldn't be abandoned altogether. So we see what Ben is thinking in the narration boxes, which is, I should forgive him. Everyone makes mistakes. Lord knows I've made my share. Yeah, like choosing to go back to being a rock monster. He's fretting over all the time he could have spent with Alicia, but isn't the fact that he's a rock monster the reason she was in love with him in the first place? He gets a phone call. Guess who? Alicia. There is trouble. Guess who? The puppet master. Her evil stepfather. Who was, uh, shall we say, abusive? Not a good stepfather? And now she says that he's taken her 
kidnapped her. Yet, he's still letting her use her cell phone? So of course Ben remains calm, he pays his bar tab, and he leaves quietly. Ah, uh, hell no he don't! He gets up, he runs, he crashes through the wall, and he keeps on running. He needs help, so he reluctantly calls Reed on the phone. He feels Reed in on the situation and where they are. So a short time later, we see Reed arriving in the Fantastic Car at that location, and they head inside this old warehouse. Of course, an old warehouse. He gets out, he, walk, he walks in, past a bunch of large Puppet Master puppets that look more like mannequins. He hears Alicia crying out, Who's there? Reed goes over and asks what happened, and she says, Ben! Ben and my stepfather! She tells Reed that Ben took her stepdad into a room. There was some yelling, and now it's quiet. The door is locked, so Reed has to stretch his body to get under the door. And he's shocked by what he finds on the other side. It's Ben hanging out with Moon Knight. Okay, that would be shocking, but it's not that shocking. Ben says, No, Stretch. I didn't do this. I swear. And we see it's Ben standing there holding the Puppet Master's dead body. He didn't do it, he says. Well, that skinny little asshole didn't kill himself. Well, maybe he did. He probably did it just to frame Ben. So Ben gets in trouble for this? Even though I'd claim self-defense. You know, just place a, a thing puppet by Pup Master's dead body and call the cops. So that's the end of the issue. Another slow issue, like, what the hell happened? We have a flashback. Ben is mad at Johnny. He goes to rescue Alicia. Puppet Master's dead. It's another issue with like three scenes in the entire issue. It's like over a dollar a scene. Just flipping through the next issue, it looks like a little more interesting. But these last two issues have been so boring. I feel like you just eliminated the stuff with the flashback and Ben getting mad at Johnny and the last two issues could have easily been one issue. With more room to spare to elaborate on the Alicia Puppet Master situation just like kind of shoehorned here in the end. And with that, I've got 11 more issues to go. If you have any questions about the Fantastic Four, about this podcast, or if you need relationship advice, you can email me at podcastff at gmail.com. You can download other episodes of iTunes or find them all at www.podcastff.podbean.com. So long, kids. This podcast is over. Don't win my love. That heart is